There are four, I thought three, but now there may be, maybe there's more than four, but I learned after Mass there's four, people who are on the way to being named saints having to do with our state of Wisconsin. There's one who was born in Wisconsin, but did most of one's ministry and is buried in Detroit, and that is Blessed Solanus Casey. There is one who was born elsewhere, but did most of his ministry in Wisconsin and is buried elsewhere. And that is Servant of God, Father Stephen Eckert. There's a one who was born in Indiana, but became a priest and grew up in Wisconsin, but did most of his ministry after parish life down in South America with an orphanage. And that is Father Jim Balievsky, servant of God. Father Joe, rather, servant of God. And then the last one is someone who was born in Wisconsin, just east of Stevens Point, an hour from here did most of his ministry in Guatemala and Nicaragua, but is buried also here in Wisconsin. And that is Blessed James Miller. So today, he is the one I would like to share a little bit about. Because it's very neat to have a saint. So blessed means that the church has declared him to be in heaven. It's very neat to have a saint who is born in this state, not too far away from you from Oshkosh, and also buried here in this state. James Miller was born not too long ago in 1944 in the town of Custer, Wisconsin. He was born into a family of farmers, so growing up he was on the farm helping with various things, dealing with that. When he was born, he was only four pounds very small, very frail. Yet he grew up to be six foot two and 220 pounds. So just like me, yet I'm trying to get down to 200 pounds. He went to Pacelli High School in Stevens Point, which was run by the Christian Brothers. And the Christian Brothers are also known as the De La Salle Religious Order, and they have run various schools in our diocese as well including at one point, Lord's Academy. He was inspired by the work of these brothers, and he, was, he decided to join them as a brother. So he went to school to do that, to seminary. And later he went on to get his master's degree in Spanish from Winona University in Minnesota, St. Mary's. And then he eventually made his perpetual vows to, re, to be a religious brother. They assigned him to Creighton High School, one of their schools in St. Paul, Minnesota, where he worked as an English teacher, a Spanish teacher, using his Spanish. He was a football coach and very much known as well for his maintenance skills, his practical abilities. He was the one they would call on to fix things. And the kids called him affectionately, Brother Fix It. So when one of the kids would, or when any of the kids would forget their locker combination on their padlocks, they would call on blessed James Miller to come bail them out. 
He really had a desire, though, to work in the missions down in Latin America, Central America. So they sent him to Nicaragua, where he went to work in the schools, and he became eventually a superintendent of the schools. And he worked for 14 years, including building 10 new schools and managing those schools for the Nicaraguan children. It so happened, though, that in Nicaragua there was a revolution that came up that was trying to oust a dictator at the time by a group called the Sandistas, and so the, the Christian brothers pulled their brothers out for a period of time, and Blessed James Miller was brought back to work at the high school in St. Paul. But he desired to go back. He wrote in a letter in 1980 to some people down in Nicaragua. He says, I'm bored up here. I wish to return to Latin America. That's really where his heart was drawn by the Lord. So just a couple years later in 1981, after he had come back, he was sent down to Guatemala to again be in mission working at the schools. And he helped run a school for indigenous Mayan people where they educated on the ways of agriculture, helping them to rise up from their poverty, working to ease their oppression that they experienced. There were some issues going on in Guatemala as well with a certain faction of government that was more militaristic, kind of like a coup, and they were doing this thing where they were forcing boys in schools to fight. The Christian brothers saw, obviously, the injustice of this and tried to get in the way of that, especially when they were trying to force one of their own students to fight against their will. And on one such occasion, the brothers were warned that due to their interference, one of them was in danger. One of their lives was in danger. So they knew that danger was coming, yet what did the brothers do? They decided to stay. They were not going to flee. They decided to stay to keep fulfilling the mission the Lord had placed them on. Somebody had asked Brother James Miller, are you afraid? What's going on? How do you feel about all this that's going on? And he replied in a letter, saying these words. Are you kidding? I never thought I could pray with such fervor when I go to bed. You see, his soul was a little weary of the violence that was coming towards them and all the things that were happening around them to various Christians. But he knew he needed to stay, and he wanted to place his trust solely in the Lord. He said, I'm weary and aware of the violence, but I continue to feel a strong commitment to the suffering poor. I pray to God for the grace and strength to serve him faithfully, and I place my life in his providence. I place my trust in him. One month later, after writing those words, on February 13th, today, 1982, three hooded 
men came as part of a death squad to the church where Brother Fixit was on his ladder actually repairing a window at the school. And in that moment, they took his life. As the prophet speaks the words of the Lord, cursed is the one who trusts in human beings, who seeks his strength in flesh. Blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose hope is in the Lord. He is like a tree planted beside the waters that stretches its roots to the stream, and it fears not the heat when it comes. Its leaves stay green. The brothers at that school in Guatemala, including James Miller, feared not the heat when it came because they were planted firmly in the Lord, firmly with their trust in him. And as St. Paul says, if Christ has not been raised, then those who have fallen asleep in Christ have perished. If Christ has not been raised, then your faith, our faith, is in vain. James Miller trusted in Christ, believed firmly in the hope of the resurrection from the dead. We could say that if Christ has not been raised, then James Miller's death was in vain. But, as Paul says, Christ has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. After James Miller's death, there was great rejoicing, in a sense, as they did one funeral there and then brought his body back to Custer, Wisconsin, to do a funeral. There was rejoicing because they realized what had happened, that this person gave his life for the Lord and was a martyr. And a martyr goes straight to heaven. So in the process of Santa, they bypass all the other steps to get to the blessed level. And in the investigation on his life, which began shortly five years after, the church has come to a deeper understanding of what his witness was. When the Pope finally declared him a martyr, the official language was that James Miller died in a soothing aroma. The Latin used as odorum suavitatis. They acknowledged that he was killed for his fidelity to Christ and the church. Not just some random event, but a true martyrdom. Now he was buried in his family plot just behind a little white church in the country that's not in operation anymore, but it's called St. Martin Catholic Church in the cemetery right behind that on Highway 66, which is just a five-minute detour if you're going north on Highway 10 through Stevens Point. Definitely encourage everyone to check it out. He's buried there, and his tombstone says, Brother James Miller, killed in Guatemala, February 13, 1982. And this grave is unique because 
of the adults who have died and been buried in our state, this is the only grave where it would not be appropriate to pray for the soul of the one buried. Usually that's one thing we do when we go to cemeteries. We can pray for the souls who are there buried. But in the case of Blessed James Miller, it would only be appropriate to ask for his prayers. Brothers and sisters, what great inspiration the life of this blessed, of this saint, can be for us. That somebody who was born just an hour away from here and buried over there not too long ago, someone who grew up on a farm, was known for his simplicity, known for his simple ability to fix things, and of course, for his love for the poor and his service to the poor to raise them up from their poverty, can be named a martyr, a blessed, and eventually a saint. We too here in Oshkosh have the grace offered to us by Christ each and every day to say yes to his holy will, to follow the Lord in discipleship together. And so let us close in simply asking for Blessed James Miller's prayers Please respond with me. Pray for us as we say, Blessed James Miller, pray for us.